What is going on, everybody? It's Armstrong Steve back in for another episode of FUT Live. And today we have me and Joey and then a special guest, Alex, or aka the FIFA analyst. Alex has been on before. Um, been a while, actually. Probably longer than we all wanted. We wanted him back on sooner, but always hard to get the schedules going. But he was last on in January. But Alex, how are you doing today? Doing very well. How are you? Doing well myself. Um, beautiful day out, actually. I, I did go did go to the pool earlier, so that was nice. That has opened up, at least during this go lockdown. The pool. I managed yeah, we, to, to get to get out on a run, but no pool, not for me, no. I, I was I was kind of walking around outside, and then it got hot. And we have like private pools in our apartment complex, so not too many yeah. people. Still limited amount of people, distancing all that yeah, stuff. Yeah. But um, but yeah, no, it's been a while, actually, Alex. I think you had something you mentioned on Twitter to me about what you wanted to start with because of something that was said recently about you on a podcast by one of these members here that's in the chat right yeah, now. Yeah, well, oh. I, don't know if, I don't know if any of the, you know, the listeners here might remember a certain Joey having a, having a few words about the FIFA analyst and how he's created a, a negative way of playing FIFA and, you know, the community as a whole are just tryharding too much and I've took the foot out of the game. Hey, Joey? Yeah, you, ru- you ruined FIFA. Like, I haven't <laughs> touched FIFA since February because of you, man. So, c- congrats. Thanks thanks for ruining the whole year for me. Now I got to wait an extra week for the new one to come out because of COVID on top of that. But, yeah, you single-handedly well, ruined FIFA, man. <laughs> yeah, well, when the new game comes out, I'll do the exact same again. Whatever's the better and the I'm best way, gonna... I'll, I'll teach everyone how to do it. Here we go. I'm never going to enjoy FIFA again. <laughs> It's all because of me. Oh, I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, but that, if you guys like, you didn't know, uh, that was in relation, I think, last time when we had Lucky on as well. We were just kind of talking about FIFA in general and how it's kind of gotten stale at certain points and that the best way to play is is the most boring way to play, isn't it? But um, I say that, but then I, this will come out later anyways. Uh, you just released Fatal, um, your Fatal episode. Mm. I watched that this morning. Um, well, I'm a huge Nepo fan anyway, so... It was, it was awesome to see that you guys were able to match up uh, kind of the worlds collide in there. Um, you guys had some specific rules uh, that, that actually made it more fun, and I actually really liked that, and something maybe for like YouTube series like that maybe the way to go forward, um, especially yeah, if, if, if it's a negative style of play. Like. It was crazy, really, though, how, you know, we, we the, obviously for the listeners, me and Nepenthes played, and we made an agreement to do seven depth minimum, five width, uh, and you have to go press on possession loss or heavy touch. Uh, and then every instruction on the players has to be balanced. You can't have a single person on stay back other than your centre backs. So it made it more fun. But then, in a way, even throughout the games, you can you can see how the game is coded. That you know, a lot of people when they play champs, um, and they'll be on a stream and they go, "Oh, this person is playing one depth, one drop, one drop back, one width, whatever." And I'm looking at it, and I'm like, "They're not." It's just how the game is coded. And sometimes you might speak to someone and they go, oh, you were playing this depth, you're playing that depth. And they go, no, I was playing this, mate. And you don't believe them. But that literally showed it there, that even though we were playing, you, you only really noticed it when someone tried to hit you on the counter-attack because, you know, the centre mids were more on the edge of the box instead of sat, you know, literally in front of their defence. So that's kind of when you notice it. But then as a team, so say like if I held the ball for a couple of minutes, Nep's team would naturally just drop back so deep and they'd all come back apart from like the striker or something. And it just shows how the game, that is how the game is coded this year, which obviously is one of the, the you know, the fundamental issues. No, yeah, I agree. Because I, I, I noticed it specifically with Nepo's side because I just remember him switching to the 4-2-3-1. Um, that's because it's not how I started. I just noticed it because that's not how he started the game. Um, and then he switched to it. And it, it, it is that is that set. Like it almost looked like drop back one depth without knowing the rules. You would have thought he maybe would have been on drop back because his CDMs were right at the start of the box, center backs and left wing back or wing backs in the box. And then his cams are now coming back to help out too because they're just they're not going to stand still and just watch you play. Like that you're close enough to him that they're starting to come back and help out. Um, and, exactly. and like you said, it's definitely the coding. And I've I've even noticed I play the three five two a lot. Um, and I don't have my wingers my wingers to come back. Uh, they're both high high work rates, so they naturally just will. Um, but I don't have anything set for them. And and at times it looks like I'm playing like a five three two or a five two one two even at some at times. Um, with with the CDMs really being back. Uh, so crazy. I definitely something to do with coding. Crazy. Yeah, I've, just- I've honestly, I've honestly felt that the instructions I could tell in game. Like if I've made instructions to the players, I can tell in game. But anytime I've played around with the sliders, like the depth or the, um, you know, players in the box and stuff like that. Yeah, you can feel a difference, but it's not drastic. Like if I go from five to seven depth, I don't. Do you guys really notice it? I don't. I personally don't really no. notice massive difference. No, I just leave it on five usually for both within depth is how I've really been playing it recently for that reason. I don't really notice the it. The only time I tend to notice it is if you play like a really, really high depth. 
someone, say if they pick the ball up on the edge of their box or something with their right back, they can punt that ball over the top or down the line much easier because that's where the team sits up quite high. But as they, say if they pick up the ball, instead of punting it long, they hold it for 10 seconds and, you know, a minute or so on game. By that point, the team's dropped back and they're all, every man's behind the ball anyway, so that you don't notice the depth then. And then as they move in, it's not like the, you know, how, like the way teams will defend in real life. They will keep a high line deliberately. So even when a team's trying to come up against them, they won't just immediately go and sit back on their 18-yard box. They'll try and keep in between the 18-yard box and, you know, the, the centre of the pitch. And then as they get closer and closer and closer and closer to them, then they naturally drop off on FIFA. That's not the case. They don't hold their ground. They just, just go back and it's just... As I said, it's one of the issues. You can change things around, but it doesn't necessarily make a massive difference on this game. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I mean that's that has something to do with work rates too. Because I was, I, I don't know, this is a theory I had a couple. I think we talked about a couple podcasts ago, but um, with work rates, I had Thomas Muller, high high, um, Nicholas Ladero, uh, high medium, I think it is, and then the new or the Tots Kimmich, which has low high. Uh, or high low high low. Sorry, low defensive work rate. I used all three at CDMs and. They all played a different way. So I was like, oh, work rates matter. The most defensive out of those three was Kimmich, who had the lowest, the low defensive work rate too, which could makes be no was, sense to me. It could be because of his defensive awareness. And that's um, what I think. I think that's probably what it is. And he's naturally a CDM. Um, not necessarily, like, I mean, out of packs, but he, I mean, he is a CDM out of packs where Muller is a center mid. And I think Ladero's is a, a cam. And Ladero, even though he had high medium, it, and I put him on comeback uh, or drop back while attacking or whatever. But he literally, it it was impossible to get him to stay as a CDM. He, he refused to play it. Um, and mm. it's funny just that Kimmich had high-low, but plays CDM wonderfully. And I think a lot of people have used that Kimmich and know kind of how he plays. Yeah. You guys think it would be a bad idea to allow the player to put his own work rates on the, on the players you use? Do you think that would cause more broken mechanics to do so, if they allowed people to do that? Uh... I think so in a way because you, I mean, you think at the minute you have your player, you, to be fair, you kind of get that with player instructions anyway. If you don't leave True. someone balanced and you put them on stay forward or come back on defense, they, majority of the times they override that. So obviously most people have like one CDM on stay back or even both. And you can have someone that's got like say medium defensive work rates, high attacking as a CDM. But if you put them on stay back, they don't really leave that CD, you know, that stay back role. Occasionally they will, but the majority of the times they will stay put. So you kind of get that same sort of element from from the instructions. I think though, if you did that, especially on this game, that would. Can you imagine someone putting like high defensive work rates medium on yeah. attacker on like their right attacking mid, left attacking mid? It would be just. It would be even worse. Mm -hmm. Like it would be horrible because instead of. You picking up the ball with your right defensive mid after just you know covering a passing line and you intercept it instead of your mane making that run down the line, it's just going to stay put. So it would just be oh, it'd be horrible. It'd be absolutely horrible, I think. So what do you like for someone who's obviously you've watched probably like hundreds upon hundreds of hours of FIFA of people playing. You've been playing all year. One thing I've always wanted to ask someone who's who continues to almost study the game, right? Like you, you're pretty yeah. much you know the ins and outs of what works, what doesn't. What do you think? They have to do in terms of because now we're looking forward to towards FIFA 21. I mean, FIFA 20s, uh, yeah, we've got summer heat, things like that going on, um, which are keeping people kind of still grinding away uh, to those who are still playing. But how do you think is the best way? This might be a tough question for you to answer because obviously you're not a developer, but just based off of you kind of reviewing gameplay, what can they do to introduce like? A fun factor back in FIFA. I know a lot of people are like, oh, bring back tournaments, bring back this. I don't think that's the answer. I think there's specific game mechanics that they have to fix. Yeah. Like, what do you think that actually can be done? Because in my head, I, I don't see it being fixed. I, I feel like they're going to swing all the way the other way. So I'm, I'm trying to figure out, like, how do you think it's the best way to move forward to fix like the, the boring style? The number one priority that for FIFA, uh, EA should be you, you watch a game of FIFA and if that opponent ha isn't controlling said player or they haven't tapped the L1, LB trigger button for them to make a run, players do not move at all. You know, this attacking positioning and reactions and stuff mm -hmm. that people 
in real life, one of the, the greatest things about football is that a striker can be running at the back stick. He can drop a shoulder to the defender and then he can change his run to the near post and then he can show for that cross and, you know, he taps it in. And it's, you, you look at a lot of the runs in real life. Like, I don't know if you, the, the, what the game was on then was Man City v Liverpool that I was watching. Mm-hmm. You'll notice Salah drift in from the right-hand side across diagonally through the back line and they'll look for that little over-the-top through ball from like the left-back, you know, with him making that run. Have you ever seen an attacking player on FIFA made any other run that's not in a straight line? No, that's why I think a big reason why the 4-3-3 is just not as effective as, as other formations is everything's linear. It's up and down in a straight line. There's no like exactly. diagonal runs. Because the only way they make runs is by you pressing that LBL1 button. That the attack, if you actually just really slow the game down and you watch the move, I, I would like to see like um how 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 many yards, the meters, whatever, the, how much distance my attacking players make in a game because. They do not run. I mean, I, I wasn't playing at the time when FIFA was supposedly fun, like FIFA 17, when it was right. attacking. But I've looked back on gameplay. If you literally go and watch a game, Rocky v... Was it Rocky v Gorilla? Was it Rocky? Uh, whoever it was, when Rocky won, won one of the tournaments, you watch that game back, you literally... I think it was Shells, actually, sorry. You literally see the amount of movement from the attacking AI. And then people go, yeah, well, that's the game moving it for you. Right, we do only control one player... Two at most, if you're going to argue what you can control with LBRB, that sort of thing. They need to make attacking AI, make decisions themselves. And that's where the higher level players, obviously, you know, if you've got a team of the season Mbappe, he should be making a better run than a 73 rated Charlie Austin because he's a much better player. Of course he is. So attacking AI needs to do it. And then you might go, okay, well, how do we then defend it? That's where manual defending needs to be good. You need to know how to play a switch. You need to know how to cover the passing lanes yourself, how to track that run yourself. And that in itself, by speeding up the, well, not speeding up, but making attacking runs better, in turn, hopefully, will make more chances appear. If an attacking AI makes a run from the right-hand side across the middle, that AI defender then has a choice to track him or stay. The majority of them would probably track because they still need to have, again, we're only controlling one player. They still need to have a bit of common sense, so they might track that run. What that then does is by a player tracking that run, or not tracking it, if they do track it, it leaves a gap where that player should have been. And then you go, oh, my right back can now slot into that back. I'm going to play that ball out there. And then in turn, people are moving around. If you think about, um, unlike my stream, I have a tactics board, uh, like, you know, which moves and, and it yeah, shows, like, you know, it, yeah. as people move around. If you did that with FIFA this year, that tactics board would not move. But you think if you can make people make more runs, people are naturally moving, which gives you more space, which stops this drop back and stops this negative play style. By people moving around, you then have to be a good defender by being able to manually switch and cover the lanes yourself and so on. It is a hard balance, but that if they literally did that, the game would be a lot more attacking and you'd see more goals. Yeah, that's probably... I mean... I would have to agree. A lot of people are like, oh, they, you need to have, you know, pace be a factor. But then I feel like then it's just a numbers game. Like you look at, at a cards uh, or a player's, you know, you, you do do the math there. Oh, this guy should beat this guy. Why does 99 pace not beating 80 pace or whatever? I don't think that's the right play either. I think you're right in the sense that player movement needs to be a lot better. Um, passing needs to be a little bit more crisp, in my opinion. I think oh, the reason... <laughs> I think the reason why we didn't get FIFA any FIFA 21 news for EA Play, I genuinely believe that they had something set and they were not happy with it because they had no intention of of COVID stopping EA Play, EA Play at the beginning of the year. They probably already preparing stuff. I'm assuming they were already preparing stuff from February. There's no way they were getting, you know, they're not going to wait that late until lockdown happened. I'm assuming they weren't happy with the product and they went back to the drawing board to, to fix some things. That's what I genuinely mm. believe. I think there's something they've been, there's no way that they haven't watched Stallion's video is what I'm trying to get at. There's gotta be somebody up there that's seen it and like crap. We're headed yeah. toward the same direction again with players. Cause they last year, if you, if you watch Sam Rivera's interview, he's like, we're trying to create more one V ones. And I think it, it just didn't work out. Like the whole 1v1 system where you against the defender, it never worked out because the attacker was always, in my opinion, not as good as the defender. Like no matter what you could do, the defender always wins. 
Yeah, uh, they are they are definitely watching. I know that for a fact. Um, with, with a lot of people's videos, uh, they know what the community's general feedback is. I'd like like to agree with you and say, yeah, that's what the reason why they didn't release that much EA Play. I don't know. I haven't I haven't thought yeah, about it in that it. sense. Um, they there's a lot of things they've got to get right on this next FIFA, and I know everyone says it's you. Oh, this is make or break. You know, if they don't do it right, people, you know, it, pe- people leave the game. People, new people come. Up. I think for every one person that leaves the game, probably fifty pick it up. Do you know what I mean? It's oh, for sure. It, it, yeah, it's almost the like, base, right this year, something like that. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't to me that doesn't make the impact. But that th- they have got to get a lot of things right. Passing is one of the, one of. The, I think EA need to sit down and ask themselves: Are we trying to create a video game? Or we're trying to create a sports simulation because they're not in between both. Now, when you get in one-on-one with a goalkeeper and you've got a moments R9 and you you power it, you know, you're 12 yards out and you power it into that near post, far post, whatever it is, he's got no one around him. So the next defender's two yards away and he smashes it off the crossbar or he smashes it wide. If there is no one around him, the best striker on the game with the best maxed out stats should not be missing the target. Now, if the keeper pulls off a worldie of a save, that's completely different. But the fact that you you see, I mean, I was watching Tex the other day, and Tex went back and looked at a, a, a chance he had in one of the tournaments. But this R9 with a five-star weak foot spoons it off the crossbar. And you look at it and you go, how is he how is he not hit, you know, hit the target and hitting the you know, crossbar is not hitting the target? How has that not gone in? And even if the keeper saves it, that's a different debate. But that's the thing where there's no there's no consistency with finishing, with passing. You cover a passing lane and someone still manages to pass it through you because the AI don't just go, ah, look, I can literally move my right toe about two inches and I've now intercepted the ball. And they go, nope, let that go through my legs. Tackling, there's no consistency. You tackle the man, he comes out with the ball. I've been using this 95 Ibrahimovic and he gets tackled and he falls to the ground like there's no tomorrow because he's got no agility. And it's like, okay, well, you then look at other players and they keep themselves up. And yes, that happens in real life. You think about Raheem Sterling's one of the players, isn't he, where he gets tackled, but he's got such a low centre of gravity, he manages to kind of sometimes keep himself up and kind of keep the ball. So it should happen in some cases, but how many times do we tackle on this game and we don't come out with it? There is so many fundamental issues with this game that they've got to get right, but I don't feel optimistic about it. Especially the we've made it so that real life, you know, your player's going to lift, put his shin pads up. Well, I don't care <laughs> about that. I literally don't care about that sort of stuff. You can give us all these new little features. Make the decision. Is it a sports simulation? If it is, you make it a 90 minute match then and you make it play like real life. It's not a sports simulation. It's a video game. Stop trying to emulate. I, they don't they don't find a balance is what I'm trying to say. They literally yep. don't find the balance. It's six minutes a half. I would rather, me as a coach, me as a high-level player, sit there and play a game and lose 6-5 than basically play a game of cat and mouse. Who makes the first mistake? There you go. It's a 1-0 win. Like I was watching a tournament the other night. There was one guy had zero shots. The other person had two in 90 minutes. In 90 minutes of FIFA. Can you imagine a game of Call of Duty where they all just sit there in like some rooms and go, I'm going to sit here and wait for the man to run in. It, it, they're so, it's just so wrong. And I know, again, I look at Division 8 gameplay, Division 9 gameplay, Division 10. That is not FIFA. Like that, The highest level of FIFA looks nothing like to the Division 10 life of FIFA. Mm-hmm. Them guys are still crossing the ball like it's FIFA 19. They're still doing Lacretas, however you say it, over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it, it, from the bottom to the top, it's a completely different game. But you've got to find that middle ground. And I think they're, they're nowhere near it. Sorry for the run. No, that's fine. That's, that's something that's good to hear from you as well. Because that's I think we talked about it maybe two or three episodes ago. Uh, kind of the same thing. It might have been that same episode when we were just talking about gameplay with Lucky. How that is the number one issue is they don't know what they want. Because they don't know if they want to... Like the casuals, like you said, Division 8 9, you could still have like attacking gameplay because the players don't defend, they don't drop back, they don't have these settings on that we know work. Um, and and you basically you don't get a sports or you get the sports simulation that way. Um, but yeah, no, it's a video game, like you said, R9, that R9 chance, R9 in real life probably hit the post a few times on a few one on ones. That shouldn't be in the video game, <laughs> he's the best player, like that doesn't make any sense. So yeah, no, it's yeah, definitely, yeah. It, I think, I'll think a lot of the issues do come down to that. Um, realism versus video game aspect, and how how do they want to make it? Like, I don't know. There should be 
and it, and you can't you can't have this inconsistency at a, uh, for a competitive game too. Like if they want to no. push the competitive, they have to get a little consistency. You can't come out with FIFA. Wait, was it FIFA 19 when it first came out, or FIFA 18 when it first came out? Was like very high scoring, and then they're like, oh no, we have to fix this and make it more simulation based because football scores aren't six to five like you said. That doesn't ha- happen very often. So football games aren't also six minutes a half. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy, crazy, but, crazy, crazy. No, yeah. So I, I do, I do appreciate you kind of saying the same thing as we've said a few times on this as well. Yeah, um, a lot of the same issues we brought up um, throughout the game. It's, it's very, it's, it's, it stinks how easy it is to see. Obviously, you're a coach. You study the gameplay, like Joey had said. But like Joey plays it at a high level. I play it just a lot. <laughs> I don't play it at a high level, but even though I just play it a lot, it's very easy for me to see um, stuff like that. And I know a lot of the, the viewers and stuff has, has echoed the same thing that. Hey, we literally don't know anything about video games or coding or anything like this, but we—it's very clear to see what's wrong, and that they just don't take the steps to fix it. Because if it's too arcadey, they may risk their casual fan. That's like, I want to play a ninety-minute game or whatever. <laughs> like, yeah, mental, mental. No way I would play a ninety-minute game. Play that no. much? No, I tried it. I uh, oh, can you do ninety minutes now? I think I did it. I don't think I did it on FIFA. I think I did it on Pro Evo back in the day with my brother, and oh, I think geez. we were about. I think we were about 25 minutes in and he was beating me about 17 nil. Uh, <laughs> so <I was> away. <laughs> yeah, well, he's he's the real FIFA analyst. No, I played him. I played him the other day. I used to hate FIFA as a child, uh, as a kid growing up. I was terrible at it. I was much better at Call of Duty. Call of Duty was my game as a kid. Same. Um, and then as I kind of got to, I'm 22 now, as I kind of got, well, the last FIFA I played before I came back on this was FIFA 13, so what's that? Uh, well, yeah, when I was in high school, so it was about, when I was about 12, 13 is when I started to get a little bit better at it. Uh, then I just completely stopped playing because the next gen consoles came out and I didn't I didn't have one. So I stopped playing it from that point. And then obviously came out this time when my mate told me about foot champs and being a competitive person, obviously the love of football. I thought, oh, I'll give that a go and I'll be all right at it. I wasn't all right at it. I was terrible. But yeah, my brother, and then I played my brother for the first time the other day in ages. You know, he still thinks he's going to be better than me and gave him a bit of a, a, bit of a smashing, didn't I? So, hey, yeah, that, he, you said you're, you're only 22? Joey just yeah, cringed right. at the fact that you said FIFA 13 from high school. Yeah. <laughs> fuck, I was in college. God damn, man. What oh, I, thought you're, I thought you were almost on your way to retire when FIFA 13 came out. Yeah, right. Yeah, okay. Take it easy, pal. <laughs> man, 22 years old. I got to ask then, what's what's the... I know this is like a FIFA podcast, but I'm actually wondering. What's the transition been like for you from being like working your, your kind of daytime job and be like, you know what? I'm going FIFA full time. How's that gone? Like in terms of what's life like now? It's... It's hard to actually say, to be honest, because I mean, what we're in July now. We went into lockdown, you know, near enough the back end of March. I think it's the twenty second of March here in the UK, and obviously then I was a, I was a car salesman, you know, I was working uh, every day other than a Friday and you know, sixty hours a week, and then that's been my life for the last three years, really, just working weekends and you know, just the normal, really. And I've always been grateful for. I didn't go to college. I didn't go to university. Car sales isn't. You know, it's not the most prestige job. There's not as much money in it as it used to kind of be. Um, but, you know, I've always been grateful that it's it's found my way in my life and obviously, you know, helped me in the missus, you know, buy like a house and, you know, start a family. Well, we haven't got any kids, but we've got our dogs, which is our family and that sort of thing. So then obviously lockdown came and I knew that I'd be getting put on like my 80% basic salary, which obviously as a car salesman, you're based on commission. So I lost a, a lot of money, really, like, you know, uh, it was not like an 80% pay job. It was like 50%. And then the way YouTube and Twitch and everything went, and I'm very blessed for it, that it, it made up for the income I was missing out on, which just made things easier at home. You know, obviously not having to, the missus was still working from home, you know, working from home. So she was all right. But, and that was kind of the focal point. So I thought, well, you know what, let's just, let's just do this FIFA stuff. You know, I've always had a dream of being like a full-time content creator. So we'll, you know, we'll stream a lot. We'll make it, you know, carry I was doing the YouTube videos every day anyway, but I'll stream more, uh, try, try and be, you know, a bit more on it in terms of hours. And then things have obviously grown in a way where I was looking at it going, I, I might not have to go back to work. And work did call me back in in June and said, you know, we're reopening. And I was going to go back. Uh, and I said, okay, so what's the hours? And then they said, um, it's, it's, I thought it would be like, you know, you go back on like part-time hours or something or like 10 till 4 instead of the normal 9 o'clock till half 6 that I'd do. And it was, oh, yeah, no full-time hours. And I was like, 
no one's surely no one's going to be coming out and just buying a car after no one's been working no one's got any money mm-hmm. and that mm-hmm. sort of thing and uh yeah and i was like oh i don't really know about that so i had a chat with the missus and said you know gotta do this she, like you know, looked at the money that side of things and saw how we were going to do nothing's changed for me though because the missus is still at home i was gonna I'm say still that at home yeah and things it, it still feels like in a month or so i'm gonna get that call to be like right then you know wake up normal time in the morning we've got to go and sell some cars and yeah I, it, I think i think it will probably hit me more when the missus goes back to work for like full yeah. time um and then i'm in the house by myself with just the dogs and then i'm like oh okay this is real now like this you know so yeah it's it's it, it's been unreal like i know obviously it is my job now but it still, it still just doesn't it just feels like i sit here and carry on i'm just playing thief i'm just playing fifa like I, it's so it's such a weird thing to say that for your job you I play FIFA for a living, like mm-hmm. yeah. I, I've crazy. always, I've always wondered that, like how people describe it, because like yeah, it's yours is FIFA, but it's really like, hey, I do content creation, I make, <laughs> I make these videos. Like it's not just I play FIFA. Like I don't play video games. I'm doing all this stuff to entertain and all that stuff. But funny thing yeah. you said that. Funny thing you said that. There's been a there was a video once I watched with A Nine. This like a few years ago, two three years ago, and he told a story about him going to the car dealership funny enough to buy a car and they asked him you know what does he do and he goes i'm an entertainer and the car dealer the guy selling the car thought he was a porn star <laughs> he's like no 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 no, i do youtube as funny yeah it's i mean i saw some family for the first time you know in a very long time uh, last weekend and you know i said how was everything going and my, my dad had like told my like my nan and granddad you know what i do now and you know he, my dad doesn't understand it he goes, oh, how's the as the Twitch thing going? And then he obviously, <laughs> oh, I know a little plug. You know, anyone needs any sneak? Well, no, I know use. I saw use. I ordered some actually. I'm I did. Yeah, um, it should be coming soon. Yeah, and and he, and he was going. I've been telling everyone at work about your snick, and I'm like, sounds <laughs> <laughs> inappropriate. Goes, yeah, yeah, your snick. I've been telling them if they need, you know, they want any drinks, you know, like, like a monster, but a healthier version, you know, all that sort of thing. Go to snick. Use your code. I'm like, dad. Oh, sneak! That was sneak. Oh, is it called sneak? I'm like, oh man. But yeah, just I, I, I do you expect? Like, I, I just even like I saw some mates and you know, like the missus's mates, and they said, oh, you know how things going? I just said, I just make like, I just make videos and like stream and play FIFA and I coach FIFA and weird, weird thing to explain, isn't it? Really, I think mm-hmm. I might just come up with like I'm an MI five agent or something. Just some, <laughs> yeah, you know, just, honestly, just really. It's honestly when I was doing YouTube back in 2013, 2014, I was actually I kept it a secret. <laughs> I didn't tell anybody. Yeah. I didn't even only tell, only my close friends know even about the podcast. Or anything yeah, like I didn't tell anybody. I never wanted. I, it, I it's not that I was like embarrassed. I just didn't know. I was in your shoes. I didn't know what to say, and I felt like people would judge me and this and that. So I was like, I just kept it myself but mm-hmm. i am I'm i think it's a lot it's... different now than four, th- 13 yeah, 14 yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. For sure, i, sure, I kind of sure. got it i kind of got really into watching it a lot in 13 14 and like even exploiting people that you watched it they're like what do you mean you watch youtube yeah, and now that... i think youtube has b- become so much more than game gaming that it's kind yeah. of now socially like our, our age group joey's age group and our age group um kind of know uh Everything Why about you gotta YouTube. Put it like that? Why <laughs> gotta be my age group? sorry <laughs> <laughs> I, I had a, i had a, i had to sneak that one in there so uh but no, like I feel like even up to my pa- my parents really understand YouTube. My dad, like when I go up there, he has they have like a smart TV and he has YouTube on and he's just watching like snowmilling videos. So like no matter what your interest is, there's something to watch. So I think people kind of from all interests kind of really get it now. It's more than gaming. It's more than how to videos. It's it's just really if it's something that you like enjoy. It, it, it's TV now. It's it essentially is TV now. So you kind of explain it that way and they kind of get it more. But yeah, no, I, I can't imagine trying to explain how to do it full time and like. Oh, I'm a content creator. What does that mean? And all that stuff. But before we move on, as you guys know, we are sponsored as well by cardsplug.com. Best place to get a real-life version of yourself on a FIFA card or real-life version of a FIFA card that you just enjoy, whether it's the new Summer Heat cards, um, any other cards. I have in front of me a picture of myself on an MLS uh, Player of the Month, and it looks beautiful, and it has the Revs logo, the United States flag, and, and stats I picked out so you can fully customize any card if you're choosing. Or, like I said, you can pick any card that's actually in the game and just get that one as well. So if you just like a card, whether for me it's the same season Lewandowski, um, I love that card. Love to get that like hung up on my wall. There's different sizes. So whether you want it on your wall or just something to have around um, to look at, 
some all different sizes for anything, and they're very easy to stick on the wall. Very nice cardboard. I don't know if you can hear it there, but it's very thick cardboard, um, so it's not going to break on your bend and stuff like that. Um, but like I said, very high quality and very good discount. And for an even cheaper deal, uh, you can use promo code FUTLIVE at checkout um, and get an even bigger deal. And like I said, one of them, I mean, the favorite one I've used, I've actually had a few couple of them. Um, and, and Cards Plug has definitely been the best um, to work with, so appreciate them. And like I said, use promo code FUTLIVE at checkout if you want your own. On from that, I did want to say that it has been incredible during lockdown, your grind and growth. Uh, I was saying this before too. I think we had we had him on January 11th was the first time you'd ever come on, and I had the social blade up. I don't know how accurate social blade is, but roughly around the week you came on on YouTube, you had just under 2,000 subscribers or around around 2,000 to 3,000 subscribers, and I think now you're on 76.6 as of whatever this is today. I guess it's live. Um, mm. So to go up seventy something thousand from it, it's not even like you're you have a million and you got seventy thousand in six months or whatever it is, but in six months to get seventy thousand from your size is just I mean proof of proof of the grind. Yeah, so, it's not a coincidence. Uh, it came on the pod yeah exactly and blew up. So that's it. Yeah, that yeah, was yeah, 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 those those, those four hundred fifty views the pod got, got listens. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. That's it. It's, it's all come from there. So yeah, I mean, it, it, I, I I'm a very Oh, I'm a stats man, I suppose. But I mean, when I said I was going to do this, uh, obviously New Year's resolution at the start of the year, I, I sat down. I oh, did I work New Year's Day. It was the second of January. So it's the second of January, and I was sat there at work, and it, it was really quiet. And I thought I'll get a spreadsheet open, and I'll I'll basically write down what I want to hit for this year. You know, what are my goals for the year uh, in terms of you know, you know YouTube, Twitch, and all that sort of stuff. So I kind of popped it all down and said, this is what I want to be each quarter. So I mean. <laughs> Yeah, in January the second, I was on two thousand two hundred and sixty-nine subs, and I okay. wanted to hit one hundred thousand subs by the end of the year. Uh, and obviously, we're you know we're you're hundred percent yeah, and we're very nearly there. Um, I knew that I needed one hundred and twenty-two subs a day, like you know, and that's had that go down to that sort of level. Uh, and then Twitch, I was on one thousand two hundred and four followers, uh, and I'm now on twenty twenty-eight thousand. I think. Yeah, I think day. it's. I think it's. I have it up yeah, here. It's like twenty-eight thousand, just above. Yeah. Something like that. So how and are you then, gonna I, how are you gonna keep up with all the coaching sessions for like FIFA twenty one? You're gonna be like watching man, that's gonna be crazy for you. You see, <laughs> this is the thing. Obviously, I, I get a lot of hate for what I do. And you know, sometimes it you just get enough comments and sometimes you're just like, mate, just just go away. Like, you know, <laughs> that, that other night you... when we talked the other night in my in my stream, right? Is that what you're talking yeah. about? No, no, not even oh. that. Like, you know, like today, you know. Good uh, game of Redfield has, has committed suicide, and obviously, you know, the tweets oh, go man. around about mental health and whatnot. And and you know, I tweet out because at the end of the day, there's, there's days where sometimes you know I have a stream or I check my YouTube comments and whatnot, and I'm just sat there like, why do I even bother? But you know, you put out this content for free and whatnot. You know, there's nothing that I do other than a coaching session, which is my direct time. There's nothing that I do that is behind a paywall. Like you don't have to pay for anything. If you want to watch the free YouTube videos, you watch an ad or you have, you have ad blocker, your choice. You want to watch the Twitch stream, it's free. You watch an ad every now and then, that sort of thing. And then you just get these comments of like, you're conning people out of money, you know, you fraud, you blah, blah, blah. How can you coach someone on FIFA when you're not a pro FIFA player? All this sort of stuff. And when you get that, like, you know, obviously that's, people have been that's the biggest, about yeah. And whatnot. yeah. And you're like, you get this like 20 times a day. And the first five, 10, I'm just like, whatever mate like you're probably well, just some little 14 year old lad sat in your room but then in the, in the end you just end up going mate just i'm not going to say what i you know want to sound the pod, <laughs> you know being clean but like just nasty word like away sort of thing and you just like and people then go and and this is what it does annoy me a little bit so i always get into it on the pod but obviously you know this this, this retfuls took his own life and people people feel like that I, I don't feel like that but at times i do i do shut down a stream or shut down you know check my youtube comments and i'm like why do you bother? Like, you just get so, you beat yourself up. You're like, oh, is what I'm doing right? And then you start doubting yourself and then you start thinking bad about yourself and whatnot. And then the next day, I just crack back on with it. I'm like, you know what? I'm enjoying what I'm doing. The people that have the coaching sessions are enjoying the coaching sessions. The people that watch the YouTube videos are enjoying the YouTube videos. It's Absolutely. just a select few. I mean, mm -hmm. my, my issue is, is that I need to basically, I'm, I'm very opinionated. I'm always happy to have a discussion with someone. So if someone says something, I'm like, okay, so why do you think that? And I want to hear their side of the argument. But the problem is that the majority of people, it's their way or no way. So I'm sitting here going, I understand that you might think that coaching sessions aren't worth it. But the argument back to it is, John, the 42-year-old dad that says he wants a coaching session, has got two kids. 
doesn't have time on the evening to go and watch hundreds of, hours, hundreds of hours of YouTube videos to find out why he's bad at FIFA. So instead, he might pay for a couple of coaching sessions and he gets that quicker, here you go, this is the problem. And then he's over the moon. Am I saying to the 17-year-old Timmy that works at McDonald's, do you want to have a coaching session? Come on, come and pay me £30. No, I'm not. So if it doesn't affect you, why comment? Like, it just baffles me. It baffles well, my mind. There's actually a couple of things to say out of that. that one... Uh, how many of the best coaches or managers in the world were the best players in the world? Think of it that way. Like that, the the argument that people make that you're not a professional player, you can't technically coach is is the dumbest. I hate that argument because mm. Arsene Wenger hardly ever played at a professional level. Exactly what I'm saying. Exactly. Like you, let's compare even Michael Jordan, the greatest basketball player arguably to ever live, is one of the worst. Uh, like general managers or, or or he can't make a team in basketball he, he is his team has been in the playoffs like a handful of times since he took over uh charlotte so yeah you can't that that whole argument of oh you're not a pro you can't coach that's one two it actually works because i i know firsthand that when i used when you this is when you were first starting off so you had a lot more time you did my video you gave my my feedback i watched it i remember I started becoming consistent elite two, consistent elite one after that. Whereas before it was like elite three, elite two. And then sometimes uh, after a few months of the game actually being out, it was elite one. But then I was, I was zooming through games to the point where I'm like, Oh, this is what I was actually doing wrong. I'm able to now fix it. And I'm not, I'm not a 40 year old with two kids at the time. I didn't even have uh, a baby in the picture and I was just playing FIFA as, as much as anybody. So I would argue that even that 17 year old that may want to get better, you know, it helps like, yeah, you can sit there and grind, but if you want someone to pinpoint what you're doing wrong, a lot of the times, even if you go watch YouTube and, and watch a video that says, this is the best way to attack. This is the, that still doesn't translate to helping you out because you might be doing something tendencies you know you might have tendencies yeah. that you keep doing that someone else can point out for you so not only that but you you started a whole trend you know how many coaches there are on twitter now that you can look at like there's yeah there's so many now that that are getting into it but yeah i would ignore all that stuff man because um i actually fun fact well not necessarily a fun fact but a fact uh back in 2007 i actually used to play world of warcraft with Wreckful. So the crazy yeah. thing is, yeah, so seeing that news, I've actually spoke to him multiple times, uh, him, Snuts, other big streamers of, of WoW. So to hear mm -hmm. that news today, I was so shocked because when I knew him back then, he was such like a funny, loving, just individual. But the internet, the trolls, what they can do to people is is absolutely insane. It's actually sad how uh, mm -hmm. how can drag someone like that down who who you would never think would have mental issues but because of how popular he got it's just crazy man i mean you saw the bazinga clip as well i don't know if you saw that i watched the video uh beforehand but he put the clip out i think yesterday or today um i think it was to this morning probably because of the wreckful stuff but he even he like i mean he's one of the biggest content creators especially the sidemen like they have that kind of group that you almost think they have a support group so none of them individually will ever be off um, but he had a situation where he was literally in the car, ready to ready to end it, and and just wasn't happy. And so, like, it doesn't matter. Like, just because they have money doesn't mean, mean anything. Doesn't mean how big they are. They're they're immune to the comments. They it's their job. It's eventually, if you hear it enough times, you're almost gonna start to believe it. It's impossible. It's almost. Well, impossible. I mean, I think for me, it's something that you know you, you got to learn quick, I suppose, because obviously mm -hmm. this has all took off so. You know rapidly it, you know the i suppose the is it abuse I don't, I don't know what your class it has but obviously the the messages that i will get whether that's on twitter twitch youtube comments you know dms whatever you it, because it's happened so quick it's almost like a whoa like it kind of hits you so i think it's just something that you shouldn't have to learn to live with it but obviously yeah. I, it is something that being you know a content creator that you are you're gonna you're gonna get you're gonna get hate regardless unfortunately and like i put in my tweet today people just need to learn to be nice human beings and if you don't like what someone does like i don't like a few not content creators but some content that i see i'm like the content that i create i try to make sure that after each video i'm like yeah i'm proud of that in 10 years time i look back on it and go i like that some of the content that people put out i personally think i'd never do that that's not my type of thing but 
they do them, I do me. What, what I wouldn't then go out my way to deliberately go, your content's this, your content's bad, or what you do is wrong. You know what I mean? Like, if, if you don't like it, you don't watch it, do you? The amount of people that sit in someone's stream just to see them concede in Weekend League and then go, ha, 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 you conceded, or, ah, you're terrible. It's like, mate, are you really sad? Like, it's just, it's, it's just, mm-hmm. it's a crazy world. And you know, it, you know if you look at their Twitter or something like that, it's not them in the picture. It's a footballer or just an egg oh, or yeah. something like that. Yeah. That's something people have always said. It's like, can, can you can you link identities to Twitter? Which it, it's impossible because of obviously businesses have Twitter. So what would you do for them? Like get individual like permission from Twitter to have a business account that's not your face, or like you maybe don't have to have your face in the picture, but you have to have like, your real name as your Twitter handle or something like that. People have always said that would be the best way forward, but it's impossible to people do it. Point behind a screen, don't they? With yeah. a lot of it, that's all. Yeah, you have YouTube comments, Twitch chat. Like again, you have no clues in the chat. It's funny. I mean, it's it is almost weird when you talk to someone that's like in the chat, or or maybe like even my I, I had the Discord for going so long, and we never like saw each other. And then like you you do like one FaceTime call, and you see someone for the first time. It's like, oh, you're a real person. I've not been talking yeah, to yeah. like a microphone I, or a, a robot. This entire time. Like, I I had a comment from from someone that's been coming in and out of the stream, and every time he comes in, it's always you've made it's a terrible decision leaving your job going to full-time uh going full-time content creator this stage of fifa fifa's dying you won't earn enough you're going to lose your house blah 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 and i look back on his messages saw that he'd done this every time he'd come into the stream but and i said to him today he went uh mate you're giving false hope to smaller streamers that they can make it full-time by by quitting your job and going to fifa and i'm like hey I'm probably one of the hardest working people out there that and I will always say that like the amount, me working the hours that I used to work at my job to then stream as much as I did and to create a video every day hardly anyone does that when they're not a full-time content creator already and B who are you to comment on my my income and and how I yeah, make my money like yeah, exactly like it's just it, uh, all I know is that I'm being very grateful and very blessed for an opportunity that if I didn't take it six months down the line, I'd probably look back on it and go, I should have just jumped. I should have just jumped and gone for it. And thankfully enough, we've done it. And the support from you know our community and I think what our community we've got, the people that do support me, it is literally one of the best around and they've supported in a way which no one would ever even imagine. Like good man Joey here, obviously you supporting as well, Armstrong. Like supporting in everything like i've had someone you know joey's helped me purchase this lovely microphone that i'm speaking on and uh <laughs> other people have helped like other peripherals and just everything and it's like you don't you don't know like so it just baff- it, it baffles me that people think they they and i'm like i could understand if i asked the twitch chat you know like backseat gamers obviously yeah you know as i've i've grown with twitch and whatnot you know what i'm like i'm happy to listen to advice when I ask for it, if I say, what am I doing wrong in this game, which I often do because sometimes I just play terrible FIFA, the Twitch chat go, you're rushing your passes, uh, you know, you, you're not you're not shooting, just shoot, I'll take a shot from outside the box or attack down the wing, you're not doing this, you're not doing that. I'll listen to it and go, great, thanks. It's so frustrating when you sat there playing, okay, FIFA, you know, you're getting some wins and whatnot. And then someone goes, oh, you shouldn't have dove in there with a centre-back. Oh, why did you do that shot? You should have done a drag back into an Elastico, into a rainbow flick over the keeper, and then you would have scored in one 2 one It's like, mate, I didn't ask, did I? And like, people see a lot of content creators that, that call them back out for it. And they're like, oh, why are you getting so toxic, man? I'm only trying to help. It's like, mm-hmm. if I ask for it, give me it. If I don't, then no. Oh, I know what's going to happen. People listen to this part. Everyone's going to come in and go, ah, you're terrible. You should have done this. No, it, I mean, it's not, I mean... I even like my I don't have like a very big chat but and it's someone like I know I, I I like in the chat but the, even I just concede and they're like oh if you just move this defender there it is the most triggering thing in the world after just conceding to hear what you should have done to not concede that goal it's like well it didn't help me now because I've already conceded it I mean I appreciate it they probably they might even be right it doesn't matter if they're right <laughs> it, it, it they could have they could have been like yes exactly that and that if I did that exact thing that wouldn't have happened or I would have scored um, it, but at the time, it is one of the worst things in the world. And you see it across Twitch, obviously, for everything. Like, COD, it's like, oh, when they get shot in the back, they're like, oh, why, why did you know that guy was behind you or something like that? It's like, well, sorry, I didn't. But yeah, it's just it's crazy, isn't it? Crazy. It is. But I guess you take the good with the bad with that. I mean, like you said, the growth has been yeah. there. I, I see a lot of people that give you the feedback um, on the coaching session saying, like, oh, I, I, I was just reading some tweets. And, and the guy's like, Oh, brainwash! There's a guy that replied to literally you going live or something like that. And he's like, "Keep brainwash." Oh, I see you're brainwashing your viewers again today about yeah, being a leader, or whatever. Yeah, it's yeah. like, well, it I literally have proof of someone who was here. It's 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 funny because they can't even refute it. He was gold too. He kept getting 17 wins. 
he did a coaching session. He now is on 23 wins. It's like, those are two, those things happened. You cannot refute things that literally happen in real life. I mean, I noticed Maybe that you watching your videos, just I, you've seen on stream. I go through, I, I look at your formations, how you play them and kind of take it on board. And like, that's how you just designed it. And to me, I didn't play a lot of foot champs over the last, like really two years. I just wasn't into it. Started playing it again, seriously around team of the season was like, comfortably like you know i'll get 17 but i might have to play a lot of my games and now i'm 17 and like four when i stop so i'm not pushing for the elite so maybe i who knows if i actually get there if i choke it but i i can tell you just from watching your videos not doing a coaching session that has helped me um in certain situations and the, the and best one i had so was <laughs> a guy that was regularly hitting gold one elite three but more gold ones than elite three this year it was elite three player last year and we went into a coaching session this one's on youtube and uh straight away i went this is this is your issue he was running a 4-2-3-1 and he was basically trying to emulate real life he had his one cdm on cover wing i think he had the other one on drop between defenders and then i think and basically what was happening is calvin phillips was going from right cdm to right wing and his dembele is right attacking mid was dropping into cdm and he didn't he didn't even notice it. He didn't have a clue. And we picked up on that and a load of other obviously things throughout the game. Uh next weekend, when it hit 27 and 3. And do you know what the answer back I got from someone someone recently actually with that? Someone went, What's your best like, you know, like turn around that you've had? And I said a gold one player went to Elite One in the space of the coaching session next weekend. And someone went, Oh, that's clearly only matchmaking. Oh, <laughs> funny. But you don't go from hitting 20 wins. So 27, a few times since then, or has hit 26. Yeah, yeah, he's now, he's now, since he's had that coaching session, he has never not hit an elite. And this year, all the majority was hitting was gold one with the occasional yeah. elite three. Yeah. And, and he said, and he, he, you know, he, he's very happy to anyone that asks him, he's happy to say, without Al, I'd still be hitting gold one and the occasional elite three. And that was in when he did that elite one. That was Premier League team of the season, first pre pre team of the season, hit Premier League. And I think he went and packed KDB or something. And he, he went and made Bearpy. And he was like, that 30 quid that I paid for that session, it's just if I wanted to sell, say, sell those coins or something, he's, he's profit up, like he's quids in. Or if he wanted to get KDB, the amount he would have had to spend on FIFA points is more than the yeah, 30. Well, yeah, exactly. Oh, and then yeah. the other one is like a guy that was hitting three, four wins. And this is an older guy. Um, hitting three, four wins in weekend league, and he now hits 13, 14 wins, and he that's he's happy with that. Like you know, he just wants to make sure that he can requalify each weekend, so he doesn't have to keep doing you know the division rivals grind. And to go from people don't realize when you're hitting three, four wins out of thirty, to go from that to 13, 14 wins, he's like that's it. That's just as good as someone going gold one to elite one. Like that's it. That's amazing. And people don't people get so caught up in oh well if you're not an elite player don't care don't care don't care and it's like for that, that, that's that guy, mentality of that's yeah. what that's what you see you see streamers hit oh, i mean most streamers hit at least gold one i, I think if you if you stream the game quite often because you you have played it so much you've studied it so much yeah stream but you're hitting gold one you see twitter it's all all top 100 players slash loot one players sharing the rewards it's like okay so if i am silver even silver one like that is where you start the guaranteed qualification people think silver one is very bad now like and, and you think we had this discussion like in within my discord is that what percentage do you think of the pop like the fifa population actually can hit silver one and it's like you are if you hit gold you're basically in the top one percent of fifa if you think about it like given casuals that probably don't even touch weekend league obviously maybe they could hit it but they just don't play it um and, and stuff like that it's crazy to think that because it's called silver and bronze it's it's made you think that you aren't good enough where yeah Honestly, just for even giving it a shot, you're better than most players out there, or a lot of a lot of players out there. Well, I think when you go on Xbox, if you look at achievements, uh, obviously it tells you, you know how many players have like, played Ultimate Team. If you mm -hmm. look at the achievements, the amount of people that have unlocked the achievement, which is like qualify for Weekend League. It's like I, I, I haven't, I can't remember. I haven't looked at the stat, but I've always been told this. I think it's like twenty percent, thirty percent, or something of the player base on Ultimate Team was like qualified yeah. for Weekend League. It's like what? I mean, I know a lot of people load up Ultimate Team, play a few games of Vision Rivals, and then never touch it again. But I yeah. would tweet out saying, "Tell me what's your average rank on Weekend League throughout FIFA 20." Bear in mind, obviously, a lot of people that follow me are here to get better at FIFA. You know, pro, certain pros follow me, so you know th this is. The, this is the, the diehard, you know, side of. of if, if, if you're watching streams and stuff like that, you most likely are more than just a casual. Yeah, of course, and and this has got just under two thousand votes. Nine point five percent 
finishing bronze to silver one. So I imagine the majority of them are probably silver two, silver one, really. Mm-hmm. 77.8% finishing gold three to gold one. 9.2% finish elite three to elite two. And then 3.5% finish elite one to top 100. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah. that's, 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 I knew, I knew it would come back like that, but people really don't re- people don't realize that the elite bracket, 2000 people voted less than what, uh, so that's not 12% finish mm-hmm. elite three to top 100. I mean, that's just that there, you, you, you know, you magnify that by thousands, hundreds of thousands, that, that elite, what, you know, that elite bracket is going down into the minuscule percentage like to minor, absolutely minor. Yeah, and then you have to imagine because it is Twitter and it's the anonymous poll and all that stuff that maybe even like a few of those elite one to top one hundreds could be troll votes that are just like, hey, I don't know. Oh, yeah, yeah, and but obviously, I think I think any poll like this, most I would say it's it's so looks like it's on like just under two thousand nineteen hundred of the nineteen forty four are probably serious, if not more. Yeah, um, you'll get a few that are going. Oh, yeah, yeah I'll, so it's I'll, not I'll, worth I'll, it. But like, it even skews it more towards your point is is no one's gonna troll pick bronze silver. It, if they're going to troll pick, it's going to be the elite one top 100. So you've really yeah, yeah, your bronze yeah. and silver and your gold three to gold one are probably safe to say like the, that's people being honest with themselves. Um, yeah. But yeah, no. And I think that's a lot of the issues too, is that people see that and they're like, oh, if I'm not going to hit silver one, what's the point of me playing? But I, th- I think by playing you get better. And like you said, that that, that is huge to see. I think I was watching you. You did one live did on stream the other day. And I think the guy was around. Well, maybe it was the other day. It might've been a couple weeks at this point now, but I was watching it. You break it down for him, and he was, I think, maybe gold three, maybe silver one. I can't remember where he was, but he was like very solid all all around, and like was doing things that you you could see. He clearly watched your videos because he was doing things um, it, that you you point out your videos, the double tap passes, and all the stuff, but just wasn't doing them effectively or in the right positions, and then giving yeah. away kind of sloppily, and and like you just broke it down, and and he like instantly is like, oh my god, like he just it almost like epiphany hit him. Um, it was like, oh, yep, there you go. That's what I was doing, and very easy to go fix and it's just you just need a second set of eyes at, at times and i feel like that's people don't realize with coaching i i mean i don't know how someone could play a sport and get coached in a sport and then be like oh co- why would i pay money to get coached in fifa <laughs> it's like how do you not see the comparisons there that someone breaking down your gameplay your real life gameplay or versus your fifa gameplay can clearly help you get better the, the way i put it is because people go yeah but you should only be coaching you know the the pro players you know and whatnot those guys all the people that are trying to get to that level uh the way i see it is that the a lot of people probably in the fifa community people people play golf you know 25 30 people play golf tennis whatever it may be and what they'll do is they'll go to, even though they've got they're not they're not trying to be the next tiger woods or anything all they will do is just go oh you know what i've been doing this quite a bit i've been enjoying it i want to get a little bit better what's the best way to get better i'll go to a coach they're going to get a golf coach or someone te- you know someone plays a guitar they get a guitar uh, teacher and it's just the same as that it's just their hobby they don't want to suck ass at the hobby so yeah they go, they go they're not coach. asking me, yeah that golfer's not being like okay so if i pay for you you're gonna make me tiger woods right um <laughs> It's not. That's not exactly how it works. I mean, like I play golf, play a ton of golf. I mean, I could use I could use a coach to help me figure out what I'm doing wrong. I mean, it is money, but it's if if that is like what you do a lot. If you play a ton of FIFA, what's the who's to say thirty dollars isn't worth? Hey, maybe getting better, and in one case, packing De Bruyne. But like, even though if that's not across the board, just getting constantly better rewards throughout the year is is proof of it just being better uh, for you and worth the money. As I, as I said, I understand. I understand that for some people, they're like, no, I'd never do it. And I understand that other people will do it. And people just need to go, it might not be for me. So be it. Like, As long as you haven't got a coach that is literally taking the people's money and not giving them that coaching session. Or, you know, I- I've heard of some coaches going, yeah, yeah, send me your gameplay. They send them, and this is people that have come to me and gone, I've come to you because I can see what you do on YouTube and Twitch. You know, you show what you do and I'm happy with that. That's the service I want, you know, here. Um, I've heard of some coaches that have literally gone, yeah, send me a gameplay, send them a gameplay, and they write um, a paragraph of what they need to improve on. And I'm I'm talking a paragraph of like, just this, 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 and this. And it's like, you drag your centre back out. Okay, well, where do I do that? No, they haven't, got, they haven't wrote that down. It's literally just you drag your centre back out of position. Um, you know, in attack, you, you don't do the drag back. Okay, again, but where? And can you please show me where I need to do it? No, no, sorry, that's not, that's not part of it. And it's like, okay, that's a little bit different. If people are doing that, then that's fine. Like, you know, you, you tell them and that's wrong. And, you, you know, you push out the bad coaches, don't you? But at the end of the day, I mean, in terms of 
other than I think people people get missed people get misunderstood as well that the coaching that I do is for the community. Obviously, I work with a team called Five Six Four. The coaching that I do with Sarge, the Pro Thief player, is going to be completely different. It's, it's a completely different concept. Um, for what I put out, the majority of people is a. I mean, you, you want to call it like a weekend league coach. I'm not. I'm not coaching you to play against Tex and beat Tex. I'm coaching you to beat the other people in weekend league. That's a different mm-hmm. level of FIFA. The mm-hmm. way that pr- people go, oh, just watch pros and you know, you- you'll learn and you'll get better at pros. The way pros play in weekend league is not the same as how they play in a tournament against another pro. It's a completely different play style because yep. in weekend league, they try to get through the games as quick as they can. So they just skill move, you know, unnecessarily in certain scenarios. Yeah. And then obviously if they match another pro in weekend league, then it's different. But when they're playing against another elite three player, elite two player, and the occasional elite one player, they just destroy them. And you, you're not you're not getting a representation of how FIFA actually, you know, kind of is played, if that makes sense. And I think that's where people get a little bit confused as well. Yeah. I mean, like you said with the golf, I think the golf analogy works really well. It's like, how much would you pay to have, get a coach and just be better than your friends? Like how much, would, how nice would it be just to go out with golfing with a bunch of your friends and just be like, winning every single time like how much would you pay for that that's essentially what you're doing with fifa's hey you're not going to maybe be on the tour but you're going to at least hey when your friend comes over to have a game i bet you you slap him up real good um because yeah and other mistakes and all that stuff but well, yeah i no, got one one yeah. guy that has a tournament with his brother uh what they've been doing while they're in lockdown is they've been playing a game each night of the premier league's like return fixtures when the fixtures got re-released mm-hmm. and he was just losing all the time uh, and he came for a coaching session just to just to try and beat his brother. And it's all it's all down to to the individual, isn't it? And and it's, it's what they want and how they want to how they want to get the most enjoyment out of FIFA. Let's be honest, us as a human race spend uh, waste a lot of money as is. I mean, who's this? I, why as well get something out of wasting the money instead of spending it on fast food or or junk that you don't need, toys that you don't need, um, smoking, I mean, alcohol. I, I, would, I would like to make sure that the people listening to this, if anyone does want to book a coaching session, please make sure that you are you know feeding yourself. Well, and looking after your family, and yes, then put exactly, the yeah. if you got the money left yeah, over, yeah. yeah. As we said, a father of two kids, he's not he's not dumb, um, and making mistakes, and he's not taking the money away from his kids at that point. He has it's extra money. He's got his kids sorted, and he has this extra money to spend, and he chose to spend it instead of smoking alcohol, whatever, on FIFA coaching. It's yeah. just like it's it's all but what, whatever you do with your discretionary income first. Exactly. That's what exactly. it, why it's called discretionary income. So, but yeah, no, I think you got to run anyways here. So appreciate it. Uh, being on again, all the links will be down below for Alex, Twitter, Twitch, YouTube as well. Um, at this point, it's one of those situations where you probably already know him if you if you listen to this. But if not, they'll they'll be down below. And if if not, he is like we said. Well, you clearly can tell from Joey and I that we do back him as a FIFA coach and as a content creator. So um, definitely, that definitely one of the best coaches I've seen. I mean, I've not said that I watch too many coaches, but I, like I said, just for me watching his videos, I've definitely improved. I know Joey had a coaching session, I believe, or something like that. So you yeah. experienced it firsthand, so you, you could vouch for that as well. Um, and he has plenty of ton other reviews. So if you're interested in coaching, um, reach out to him. Uh, I think, is it through Twitter? I don't know if you have a website for your coaching, but uh, not, yeah, you can yeah, pin pin tweet on Twitter. There's a there's a direct like coaching website where you can just go through book a time and a slot and then it's all, all done directly through there. Which is nice. Beautiful. So I will link the Twitter and if you are interested in the coaching part or if not, if you're just looking to watch someone, uh, it's very, it's high level gameplay. I mean, I think the past couple of weekends I saw you playing like 90 games because you're a madman. So if you're just interested in watching Weekend League, he's definitely played enough of it to, to satisfy your needs there. Um, and, and like I said, just from watching him in general, you do get better a little bit, but if you want that extra step, uh, go ahead and book a coaching session. And Alex, of course, as always, we do appreciate you being on, um, taking time out of your day. I think pretty late at night for you. Um, anytime I get we get you guys on, it's always it's always a nice surprise because um, we all have messed up sleeping schedules. But to yeah. to come to take that time and, and come on, um, we do appreciate your time. So thank you. From no, selling thank cars, you. thank you for having me on. To pro to selling FIFA cars, coach. to pro. Well, that's, that's the, the title of the pod. That's the title of the pod. It is one for you. This is one thing that I don't put. You know, I I say I'm a content creator. When can I technically say I'm a professional FIFA coach? Is it when my my income is just solely from coaching or can I technically put it now? What's your opinion on that? You can technically put it now because actually uh, you can technically become a pro FIFA player since you are making money from playing FIFA. So that's, that's technically... I, that's, I think, I think like one of the big content creators, I don't know if it's like Matt HD but, or something like that, but I remember they were like, can I put it in my chat? Because I, this is my job that I am a pro FIFA player, even though I hit gold too. 
Um, I think that's a little bit different. Like, you know, if you're clearly not, you're not playing on the competitive level, the top <laughs> level, then that's obviously, you know, that's a little bit different. I wouldn't say I'm a professional FIFA player. Like, you know, I, I can play against pros. I can give them games. I'll, I'll lose majority of them. I'll get a result every now and then. Um, but I wouldn't class myself as a professional FIFA player. I don't make any money from tournaments, you know, from, from winning yeah. FIFA yeah. games on FIFA. Professional FIFA coach, I mean, obviously... Well, you're coaching a pro, aren't you? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I coach pro. Obviously, yeah. my, my income, you know, again, not going into details, but, you know, there's a month or so where it's like, well, you know, it covers like, so theoretically, I could put it. So if anyone says, who said, who do, you, how do you have the right to coach? I might just go, I'm a professional coach, mate. I get, this is my job. I get paid exactly. for it. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think even having a professional player coaching is even bumps it up even another level, too. So, yeah. yeah. People don't realize, like, and well, I know you want to wrap it up, but people don't realize that you can actually make tactical adjustments against other players, not just telling them, oh, you're pulling out your center back and this and that. You can make adjustments uh, within FIFA to, to try to counter what someone's doing. Like maybe only putting one of your left backs or right backs on stay back while attacking rather than both of them or stuff, you know, little, little stuff like that that you can definitely do. So people don't realize you can make adjustments. Yeah, that's the live coaching, almost like when you say right. coaching, bro. It's like, like, Pep Guardiola changes the way they play against Liverpool versus the way they play against Sheffield. Yeah, like a lot of yeah. people will will hop into their weekend league games and stick with one formation from game Should one to game it. thirty and never change it, whether they're losing, winning, nothing. Like that. That's what I'm saying. Where it comes when you're coaching a pro, you're you're making all these adjustments. So if people uh, get confused with that, that's that's what he means when he's he's a different type of coach when he's coaching him compared to the. Yeah games you're reviewing yeah definitely definitely well been a pleasure Look after likewise yourselves. stay safe with everything yep you as well. everyone. yeah i'll catch you boys later thank you again alex for coming on that is the end of the podcast we might be back sooner than usual um to wrap up with summer heat and, and get felix back on the pod um we'd want to do this one to get alex on uh but obviously at that expense of having felix on because uh, he works during the weeks and stuff like that um, and just doesn't really fit the time schedule. So we will try to do another one this weekend with uh, Felix and get that out next week at some point uh, as a goal. And then we can really cover actually what's going on in FIFA 20. Cause I know this was not really about FIFA 20 as much as it was Alex. And then like kind of the history of everything that's been going on. So, um, and maybe we'll have more information about FIFA 21 as well, or if not, we can do some more speculations and wish lists and stuff like that. And that's kind of what it's going to be over the summer. Cause I think the content eventually will dry up on 20. We do have summer heat, but eventually will dry up and we'll have to be focusing on FIFA 20 and we'll just be doing wish lists and stuff like that. Maybe get a few other creators on and say what, what's their number one want. Um, but thank you guys as always for listening. Like I said, links to all of Alex's socials will be down below. Uh, links to socials as well for us, the pod, um, follow us on Twitter and subscribe on all the platform pod, uh, podcasting platforms. We're on even more now. Cause thanks to anchor. Um, you would have heard that ad as well. Um, so we're on even more podcasting platforms. So subscribe on as many as you can. Um, and as always, subscribe, like I say, subscribe, 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 and we will see you next time. Everyone.